ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Five Ever Time Pieces, where time is more than forever. I'm your host, Chris Daniel, and on today's episode, we will be going over Big Face watches. Is it the end of the Big Face? But before we begin, I would like you guys to head over to Instagram and give me a quick follow at Five Ever Time Pieces. That is the number five, E-V-E-R-T-I-M-E-P-I-E-C-E-S. All right, now let's jump right into it. So this is going to be my first video going over about um, bigger size watches. But for example, we're going to start off with the presidential Rolex. I have a presidential 40, um, but we, like I actually would like to talk about the 41. And just because it is a bigger watch and I know you're thinking, yeah, it's only about one millimeter. But now the 41 was discontinued, which, you know, made it a more collectible piece. Um, so, you know that it's actually a very good watch to have, you know? So as well as the 36, but the 40 has grown on me over this past year, but it doesn't mean necessarily that I'm trying to put the best of the biggest watches on my wrist, you know, where it almost looked like there's like some giant break when it's gold just there, you know, to say that times have changed a little bit when it comes to some of the big watches that are out here is an understatement because of the way that the industry goes as well as the market. So, like, for example, when it comes to 48 millimeters, I think the 48 millimeter sizing in the watch industry is, is dead stop right now. And, you know, just stuck dead in the water just because of the fact that, you know, there has been quite a few. Um, I've actually been able to sell quite a few 48 millimeters um, as well as people have been actually getting a hold of me to look for one themselves. But I just I just feel as if it is and it will remain in like a niche market, you know, where. Perhaps some of the people who are interested in these in these watches are just bigger guys like myself. You know, like I say, I actually do wear a, Ro- a Rolex Presidential 40, but that's just because you know I am a bigger guy. I'm six foot three, bigger build. You know, so these big watches are usually for bigger guys themselves. You know, but one of the watches that I want to say is completely dead in the water right now. We're gonna reference the um, Hublot, the Hublot um, brand, the uh, 48 millimeter. Um, Hublot King Power. Now that watch is actually actually pretty nice, but the sizing of this watch has this model just sit sitting stuck, stagnant right now. You know, 48 millimeters is already just going a little bit too big. You know, in the watch industry, unless you're like a bigger guy, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, I would say like the 44 millimeters is like a threshold where it's more. You know, it's more going to be more accepted on the wrist of the everyday person. You know, 48 millimeters is just, just, it's just insane. You know, speaking of the 44, not every 44 millimeter watch is the same. By that, you know, it just, it just depends. Like I say, personal preference, but I feel as if like 44 millimeters, they, they all are not the same. You, you can compare a 44 millimeter Audemars Piguet against a 44 millimeter Rolex. You know, it's just not the same. You know, AP is going to be bigger, but that's just because it has that octagonal, you know, dialing and that just increases like the size um, profile. I mean, I don't know what it is, but I always like to add one or two millimeter to any size um, to the watch. Um, for AP when it comes to the offshore lineup specifically. But so even for me, I've kind of like noticed right now that the AP um, 44 millimeters is one that would be and is like fitting. It look, it's too big, you know, 
it's just too big. So I guess like right now on the market as well as the trend of things going right now, every every brand right now they're they're starting to increase their production when it comes to you know smaller millimeter sizes from their um, bigger variants. You know, especially brands like AP. Now AP produced a new 41 millimeter. You know, so if you notice, like you look at the. Uh, um, continuing with the AP, if you look at some of the AP Royal Oak, the Royal Oak chronographs and um, 38 millimeters, they are actually taking over some of these sales on the market right now, currently, and that's actually something that you know has me on a little bit of a toss-up, um, just because of this sizing and, like I said, I'm a bigger guy, so it just really depends on, like I say, everybody's personal preference. But I just wasn't feeling it. I felt it wasn't big, but it wasn't small, you know, but it definitely wasn't like something that's big. And like I said, I, I've actually heard people, you know, in the industry comment and sit and tell me that the uh, 38 millimeter chronograph, it feels small compared to the uh, 41, which is why a lot of people actually, you know, switch back and forth. So I think like in the end of it all, you're going to see a perfect example from AP, you know, with the AP legacy. You know, that actually is a very nice watch you know it has a 48 millimeter diameter you know i think that to what today in the trend that watches are going these big looks are starting to slow down not to say that it's a complete end but a lot of like cheaper brands like invicta and tw still these brands are actually producing some of the bigger um diameter sizes and most higher end pieces um from brands such as ap with the legacy is just they're just too big, you know. It looks good on some other brands. You can switch over to Patek with the Nautilus as well as the Aquanaut. Those are nowhere near, you know, big watches. They ain't big. They're not big at all. You know, I have one for sale available if you guys are interested. You know, I actually um, just actually put this one up on the market for sale. Sales. So if you guys are interested in picking up an Aquanaut, you know, feel free to reach out to me. You can shoot me an email at fiveevertimepieces at gmail.com. As well as, you know, feel free to um, shoot me a DM on Instagram at five every time pieces. That is the number five, E-V-E-R-T-I-M-E-P-I-E-C-E-S. Getting back into um, today's topic, you know, things change, trends change. I would even say that from today, you know, with the way that the market is, with some of these 44 and 48 millimeter watches and how they're sitting stagnant, that can change tomorrow. But the way that the market has been going and the way that the market, you know, has been predicted to go, the bigger style watches are going to, you know, they're going to start to slow down when it comes to production as well as they're going to increase on the resale market. Now, what that means on the resale market is this. Right now, you guys will have the opportunity to pick up one of the uh, bigger size watches for a steal. You know, you're going to be able to save a lot of money right now on some of these bigger um, diameter on these watches just because of the way that the trend of the market is going. I would say you grab one. But this is actually why, you know, if you guys are in this for a hobby um, or if you guys are enthusiasts, um, as well as even the elite and, you know, very serious collectors, I'm going to say that things are definitely getting ready to change when it comes to the bigger diameter watches you know and it's safe to say that right now with the way things are 
Um, they're definitely scaling down the sizes of their watches. And I mean that across the board from almost every, you know, manufacturer of higher end watches. Like I say, a lot of the, the cheaper brands, you know, like Invicta and TW Steel, these brands are actually producing bigger watches, but these watches are continuing to sell on the lower end spectrum just because there are, you know, collectors and new enthusiasts, you know, that are building their collections. So speaking of building collections, um, like I say, you guys, if you guys are interested in a curation as well as build up your collection, I am available for consultations. I do have competitive rates. If you guys are interested, please shoot me an email at five every time pieces at gmail and make sure that you guys include in the subject line what it is you're trying to accomplish, you know, but getting back to it, you know, I only hope that, you know, on the market right now and everything that's going, for instance, like I say, if I pull out my, my Prezi, my day date 40, you know, what they should have done was instead of, you know, the day date 41, instead of like discontinuing what they should have done in my personal opinion, um, is that they should have just, you know, made it thinner, like just stand out the mechanism, you know, for the pro overall profile. To me, profiles make a big difference when it comes to being able to sell as well as market some of these watches because people want their practicality, you know, as well as the durability to be wearing these watches every day without having that, you know, giant brick of gold on your wrist. Now, I haven't had my, any chances yet to get my hands on one of the uh, 38 millimeter chronos from AP, but to say that watch is almost perfect is an understatement. That watch, in my personal opinion, is perfect. This is why I am in the process of trying to close on my um, Royal Oak Open Works. Now, if you guys have one available for sale, please feel free to get, reach out to me as well. You know, however, I do think I'm a little bit worried when it comes to the market of the way that the trend is going, just because I say I'm, I'm a bigger guy. So I like the, you know, the, the Prezi 40. This is kind of kind of like my everyday piece. But um, the 39, you know, the 39 is right there, you know, on the edge when it comes to pushing, you know, the perfect size diameter when it comes to some of these higher end watches. I mean, it's almost too small, but, you know, so is the 38. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see what the market dictates as well as what some of these manufacturers are getting ready to do. Once I get one of these um, open works, I'm going to be doing the side-by-side um, side side comparison podcast. Um, if I can get one before this season of the podcast closes out, I'll definitely be um, doing the side-by-side side comparison for you guys. I just need to get the right number for my um, open works, and I'll definitely let you guys know how I feel about it. But you guys that are out there that are interested in some of the 38 millimeters as well, um, I mean, I don't know how, you know, how tall you are, how skinny you are, or your physical build, but I would say like 38 millimeters is pretty much the, you know, the go-to size when it comes to some of these higher end watches. But I mean, it's not up to, it's not me, it's up to you because you guys are the ones purchasing these watches. I just like to, you know, at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, this is all about, uh, you know, like I said earlier, personal preference and what it, you know, what you guys are interested in and what you like. I mean, it's your money, um, so it needs to be something that makes you happy. So, like, if the watch is too big or too chunky, when you try it on, I would say don't buy it. Um, or if you are interested in buying pieces remotely, always, you know, ask um, 
for a location um, so you can go in and you know physically try the piece on or if you can stop in um, I usually operate by appointment only seeing how I travel between seven different states so like I say if I'm available for you know a, a sit down for you guys can come in and try on a piece that you guys are interested in picking up I'm all for it just because like I say it's actually you guys it's money and it has to be something that fits you guys you know, like me personally, like I say, I'm perfectly fine with wearing um, my Prezi, my my day-to-day presidential 40. Um, but, you know, the 41s, like I say, instead of discontinuing them, I just feel as if they should have just thinned it out a little bit. You know, um, I can actually picture myself wearing like a 44 millimeter offshore, but maybe with a sports band. You know, it really depends on the model. But then again... You know, the gold one's definitely not something that I'm going to be looking for, seeing how I don't really want to, you know, risk, you know, something happening to it. But if I were to get one of the gold, it would probably be like a 40. You know, just because of the styling and the size, as well as the profile of the watch. Yeah, so, like I say, personal preference plays a lot of, you know, about it. But when it comes to, um, let's say, check out Rolex and, and Rolex and Paddock, right? Whether it's a sub or not or not. You know, which, you know, if you guys know about watches, you know that there's a big difference between these two when it comes to styling as well as the size. You know, the profile of these watches are completely different and they are completely relevant for these watches. You know, but that to be said, it's kind of like, you know, the range that I want to be in when it comes to sizing. So, um, I hope you guys actually enjoyed today's podcast as you know like i say i don't know if it's the end of the um big 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 face watches but they're definitely um there definitely has been a pause as well as an influx on the resale market of the bigger you know 39 44s and 48 and in some instances some of the 49 millimeter watches so if you guys are interested in curating or building up your pieces feel free to give me an email at five every time pieces as well as follow me on instagram at five every time pieces that is the number five e-v-e-r-t-i-m-e-p-i-e-c-e-s as well as you know um share with some of your colleagues um or friends and family members that you know who are interested in purchasing some of their first or adding to their collection of luxury watches now i am i actually do prom financing if you guys are interested in picking up a piece we do financing here at five over time pieces you know with the minimum of 10 percent down depending on the price of the watch you can actually go up to 25 percent but uh is it the end of the uh big face watches who knows but the market right now dictates that there is a current pause as well as a lag in sales and acquisitions of some of the bigger face pieces now this is going to conclude today's episode i hope you guys you know learned a few things about what's going on with some of the bigger faces um provided by some of the different manufacturers across the board from lower end to higher end my name is chris Daniel, and this is and will conclude another episode of five over time pieces where time is more than forever i would like to close that by wishing you guys more success and prosperity in your lives and thank you once again